Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and a lot of people say ideas without execution is useless. Are useless. It's all about massive action. Ideas without action is useless. I think that is total bollocks. I think it's nonsense. And I want to put a few things straight. And I've thought this for a long time. There's a load of people out there going, you know, massive action, take massive action. Ideas without action are useless. Um, And whilst I understand where they're coming from, uh, I'm not sure they've really thought about how ideas mature and how ideas become actions. So the first thing I would say is that I think you need to have a lot of ideas before you have a good idea. And wouldn't it be great if we could go, Eureka, there's my great idea. I've got it. I've caught it. It's the genius idea. It's my um, unicorn. It's my billion dollar idea. Boom. That'd be fantastic. We'd all love a bit of that, except it doesn't happen like that. I watched a brilliant documentary, uh, and this was by Ed Sheeran, and he said, You have to write a lot of shit songs before you write a good one. And that really summed it up. I I did quite a lot of pieces of shitty art to to do a really good one. You know, maybe I have you have to do a lot of videos before you get one to go viral or do really well relative to you. Um, And I think that you do have to have and create and come up with quite a few ideas before you get your big one or your unicorn. And what if you haven't had your unicorn yet? What do you do? So um, for people to say ideas without execution are useless is to say that um, the only worthy idea is the one that is your big billion dollar unicorn idea that works. But how do you know which one that is? How do you sift through? Have you done any testing, any measuring? Um, No, no. I'd probably suggest that our ideation is a volume game. I'm sure you'd agree. Um, and it's OK, because everyone is t- entitled to my opinion. Um, but how many shit ideas do you have to have to get a good one? What percentage of your ideas are going to fly? I don't know. Um, I used to think that I had good ideas. And then I spoke to the co-founder of Netflix um, and He said to me, all ideas are bad. And I was like, oh, okay." even my good ones. Um, And I think our ego can get attached to ideas. I've got this idea. It's a great idea. When in reality, um, Mark Randolph, the the original co-founder of um, Netflix, would say that all ideas are bad ideas until they're proven and tested in the marketplace to be good ideas. Um, Now, of course, that does. I have not said in this video and podcast that you shouldn't execute on ideas. What I'm trying to say is 
it's okay to have lots of ideas that you don't necessarily immediately execute. Maybe you do some down and dirty initial testing. Maybe you need to sit on some ideas. So I'll give you an example. I've probably got 35 or 40 book ideas. Uh, In reality, 20 of them are going to be shit or they're never going to be written. But I still need to go through the process of having them. A bad idea makes a good idea look good. If I've got a list of 10 book ideas, okay, so um, the two best ones are made to look better by the eight not so good ones. So um, I'll often have an idea for something. Well, I'll, I'll do this a lot, actually. I'll have an idea for something and I'll put it in an Evernote folder. And I have an Evernote folder called My Crazy Ideas. And anytime I have an idea, I stick it in the Evernote folder. Now, I'm not executing on that now. I might not execute on that in three months. I might not execute on that in three years. But that idea might sit there. That idea might mature and nurture and become something else. And it might need time to mature and nurture to become something else, not just action, 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 action. Like a dog humping a tree, action, 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 action. (laughs) The harder you hump the tree, (laughs) don't make any puppies. So sometimes you can push ideas too hard. You need to let them mature, gestate. You need to sit on them. Sometimes you can come back to an idea a year later and go, that idea is still there. I needed that to sit, but I'm ready. For example, my book writing course, I've wanted to do that for years, but it's just sat there and sat there and sat there. That's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. That, that's going to happen. Um, that just needed time to um, become what it needed to become. The next thing about ideas is I think there's this fantasy that ideas are eureka moments. It's like, ah, oh, I'm struggling, man, for an idea. Oh, I better go and have a shower. I have all my good ideas in the shower. Oh, I'm in the shower. Oh, this is good. Yes, I'm washing all my bits. Eureka, I've got an idea. It's going to change the world. It's my unicorn. Ideas don't happen like that. Um, You know, I know this to be true because I have a team of about 95 people and I ask them for ideas all the time. And we dredge through loads of shit ones and loads of non-inspiration. And then someone says something, you go, oh, that's pretty good. I don't think I think we've got to change that and that, but that could go somewhere. That's the start of something. And so ideas can be like a hot potato or rugby ball. You know, you pass from person to person to person, hot potato, hot potato. And then... um, you know, people take it and, and create different forms and versions of it. And then all of a sudden it evolves and it often becomes a hybrid of the, um, the initial idea in the first place. Um, most ideas I don't think are that new. I think that they're hybrids of Netflix wasn't a new idea. You know, it was a, a hybrid or a more mature version of um, DVDs that were posted. And then that was a hybridised, more mature version of VHS video shops that you used to go into and, and collect your videos. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anythings. I do supporter only content. 
and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters, and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. So sometimes you shouldn't act on an idea. You should give it to someone else or you should take someone else's idea um, and you should brainstorm it around and go through that ideation process um, because sometimes you can execute a bad idea. So ideas without execution are useless. I would say bad ideas executed well is useless. It's it's often best to not execute a bad idea um, just for the sake of action. Now, I think there's a difference between action and testing. I'd just like to say that. I think that testing is as quickly as possible figuring out if something's got a chance of working. And and I think that relentless action is going the whole hog all the way. Of course, there is a time for relentless action. I'm a big fan of that. But just not when an idea is too immature. Melissa, thank you for the 500 stars. You are a legend. If you'd like a shout out for your business, your brand, your podcast, your website, whatever it is, uh, let me know. The next thing about ideas is often it's best not to execute them. It's best to give them to someone else to execute. If, so, if you could give someone else an idea to execute and you could have a, a joint venture in that or a 50-50 partnership on that, then you could leverage ideas. Um, you could leverage your ideas to other people or other people's ideas to you. So that's something to think about. So let me do a bit of a summary then. Why ideas without execution are useless is total nonsense. Bit of a mouthful. I need a better title than that. Um, So I think you need to build your idea muscle, which means you have to have lots of ideas, lots and lots and lots. And the more ideas you have, um, the better you get at creating good ideas. So uh, the process of ideation is not just about execution and action. It's about getting better ideas. Now, there are a lot of people say to me, oh, I'm not very good at ideas. I don't really know how to create ideas. I've just got a blank piece of paper. I just sit there. I don't know what to say. So I don't know what to think. I don't know what to do. So then you need to get better at that and you need to practice that. And how do you practice? You know, you don't get stronger by not going to the gym. Uh, You get stronger by going to the gym, practicing the the exercises. So it's the same with ideation. I believe ideation, being good at ideas, it's a muscle. It's something that you can practice. So you need to practice it. So it's almost like you're testing ideas. Don't worry if they're any good or not. Get better at being someone who can ideate. Um, and, that, and that's a muscle and a skill that you develop. And a lot of those you wouldn't want to action. You wouldn't want to implement, but they get you better at um, ideas. Um, as I said before, Ed Sheeran in, in his documentary said you have to write a lot of shit, shit songs to write a good one. So you don't want to execute shit ideas. <laughs> that would be the worst thing to do. You want to execute good ideas. So shit ideas parked, 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 not executed, mothballed, given to someone else to improve. And then when you find a good one, then you execute. Ideation is definitely a volume game. So you're looking for um, more ideas. So therefore, you can pull out that that jewel, that gem uh, in the in the the peas in the sick. It's probably not a good analogy. Who cares? It's late for me. Um, Ideas are rarely eureka moments in the shower. 
They often evolve from a seed or a hybrid or someone else's idea or a mass brainstorm. So you need to start them, not necessarily execute them straight away. Let them mature, let them develop, let them sit in your Evernote folder for weeks or months before you come back to them. You can have a good idea at the wrong time. You can have a bad idea at the right time and all sorts. Um, so get, get used to brainstorming ideas with yourself and other people in your team. It's, it, I reckon it's good to leverage the ideas of others and let others leverage your ideas. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, let them mature. Don't worry about executing all the time. Sometimes you need to sit and think and things need to just sort of bounce around your head. Um, and then once the idea is ready, once you're like, right, it's time to go, then of course you need to execute. And of course, then it's about massive action, relentless action, consistent action, persistence, patience, consistency, um, continual tweaking, testing, measuring, improving and pivoting of your idea over and over and over and over and over again for years or decades before you get your big unicorn or whatever it is that you're looking for. So just my thoughts. Um, when people say it's all about massive action and ideas are useless without action, I think just have a think about that. Just go, OK, fair enough. But you know what? Um, I have got five, six hundred ideas in my Evernote folder and some of those needed to sit in there for that time. And some of those were terrible when I had the idea, but they get better and they mature over time. Some of them were terrible and will always be terrible. And it's a good job I didn't implement them. Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. Um, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.